perfect world. Welcome to episode 47 of Lunchtime in Rome. This is Eric, and I'm here with Jay. Here I am. We are sans Brian this week again. He is off gallivanting in California. It's just how he do. Um, which I'm excited for him. He's going out there with his family. It's not a business trip. Um, um, and he will be back in two weeks. And um, we're excited about next week, if I'm not mistaken. Well, nothing's been set in stone yet, so okay. there might be a surprise next week. Yes, which I'm excited about, if, if we can make it happen, and um, looking forward to that. But uh, before we get into what we've been eating and what we have going on in our personal lives this week, Jay, you want to give us a rundown of what our podcast is about? Sure. It is uh, focused as if we were having lunch in Rome. Well, what do you do if you're having lunch in Rome? You're hanging out with your friends, mm -hmm. you're sharing life, you're sharing the ups and the downs of life, which is what we do, focusing on Romans, Rome 12, 15, that's lunchtime, but there's also a Bible verse, Boom. which says, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. That is the way to keep somebody from feeling alone in life. So we model that in the first 20 minutes of this podcast, catching up on each other's lives, uh, sitting around the table, which we do that as well with uh, people sending in information about their life and whatnot. We will share their information or stories. And then in the next 20 minutes, we'll go over sort of a lesson of the day, a focal point of the day. And in the last 10 minutes, we uh, tell people to do better with looking at news items and really even a lot of ways how they pertain to emotional needs sometimes. And then also at the very end, we end on a good note with can't do betters. Yes. So that's what we do. A couple logistics. Um, Jay, you're speaking that people can reach out to us either via email or you can hit us up on Facebook. And if you would rather stay anonymous, if you ask you a better question, tell us. You, yeah, please <laughs> tell us. And please yeah. tell us at the beginning of the email. Jeannie Delancey can't stand when we talk about it. <laughs> so she stays anonymous. <laughs> um, uh, but please reach out to us at lunchtime at Rome uh, at gmail.com. You can also go to our website, lunchtime in Rome. Uh, dot com and there's a, a form you can fill out if you'd rather do that it's easier and uh, again hit us up on Facebook we do Facebook live every week so if you'd like to watch live and participate live you can do that as well and if you'd like uh, for us to mention anything or talk about anything during the show please post it we do watch the feed and uh, we will um, give you a shout out um, but this week yes Eric this week you want me to go first sure all right um, so we had a plan on Sunday. Oh, we were meeting up with friends of ours mm -hmm. and, uh, it's Maggie's BFF because we've forced her to be <laughs> this little girl's BFF. Um, just cause they're, we're mutual friends with, uh, her, her parents, but Diana and Brock, they have a daughter named hope and, uh, Maggie loves hope just like shrieks with joy. It's really funny how like every muscle in her body like just like clenches in excitement wow. when she sees hope. Um, and she gets that a lot. Like she gets excited around any kid. But with hope, it's like, it's like that's she it. knows hope, which is funny because they've only met each other three times, you know, maybe four. Um, but it's funny how she just she knows her. Um, but we were going to go to Sorgel's. Or sorgles, if you will. I don't know how you pronounce it. The orchard. It's a fancy, bougie orchard. Wexford. Wexford farm, craft. Didn't it get market. hit by a car? It did. I don't know where though. Um, and I could have reported better if we actually went. But the plan was. Oh, the plan to go to sorgles on Sunday. We were heathens and skipped church. Yeah, yeah. I was there. <laughs> um, and. Uh, you ever feel alone in church, Jay? That's one way to make sure you don't feel alone. <laughs> Boom. Don't go. Um, <laughs> uh, that was good. Because uh, our topic is going to be about alone in church today, later on. Um, We're really alone at worship. <laughs> could be. Could be. Could Wherever be. you choose to worship. Um, but we we're on 279 going north. Yeah. And we're about a mile out from the exit to Sorgels. And it is just 
dead stop traffic. And I could see on my GPS, like, the red line from where we are. Was it going anywhere else, was it? No, it was, like, zigzag, like, getting off at the exit. What time of day? Sorgels. 12.30. And, like, Sunday was, like, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful day. It wasn't hot. It wasn't cold. And, you know, not a cloud in the sky. So it was, like, the perfect day. So, like, obviously everybody. That's so funny because we... Went to the 380 auction. <gasps> Dude, Murraysville Mall. If you will. I love 380 And I, and I thought it was going to be as crowded as Sorgles. And it wasn't? No. It was oh, easy. Man. We were in and out. Dude, I love 380 auction. X amount of dollars later for deer mums. Deer mums. Well, mums that the deer are going to eat. Yeah. However, you're stuck on 279. 279. Meanwhile, so, meanwhile, back on 279. So we're texting back and forth. We finally end up calling uh, Diana and Brock, and we're like, look, um... Let's do something different. This is Diane and Brock from the birthday party. Yeah. 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 You met them. Because um, they had like just parked. They were parking people at Orchard Hill Church, which they had still a church going on. So Whoa. like the the parking lot is packed. It's just a sea of people. And if you've ever been to Sorgel's, like it's not, I mean, it's big, but everything's very compact at yeah, the same time. Yeah, I'm not seeing where everyone's fitting. Like it's super crowded. I think I was there once for like a field trip for the kids in yeah. preschool or something and they have a petting zoo and it's really cool amy and i've been there just the two of us and um and we actually no I, I, we had mags with us that one time yeah um but it was it's it's just very very condensed in in certain areas and um so we ended up going to climo's pizza um which was a little bit of a surprise. So they have broasted chicken. Oh yeah, breaded uh, and roasted. Yes, and and they have a broasted chicken pizza. Hmm. Now, no description. It just says Climo's broasted chicken pizza. I'm like, that sounds that right. I'm thinking a white good. sauce, maybe a little spinach. Well, see, I was thinking like chicken parm. Oh, so you get the red sauce and the you know the provolone All mozzarella right. mix and the chicken. You know, like that was where my mind was set. No, no, no. no. And I'm going to say no on the white sauce, too. So what they do is they do... It's an entirely roasted chicken (laughs) on a piece of pizza. It was a pizza crust. Sure. Mashed potatoes. Oh. Cheese. Uh Uh-huh. Corn. Oh. And broasted chicken. And I got to say, even though... I wasn't ready for it. Right. Because, like, I was thinking chicken parm, which is way different than that. Yeah, you got right? a that's a change up right there. But, but I liked it. Well, that's a Joey from Prince. What's that? Mashed potatoes? Good. Yeah. Corn? Good. Prost <laughs> chicken? Good. <laughs> it's just not chicken parm. <laughs> it's not chicken parm. But it was good. And it was, oh my gosh, it was filling. Yeah, you don't <laughs> eat a lot of that. <laughs> I had, like, two slices and two wings, and I was like, I was done, um, but it was it was good, um, and so we went there, and then we went to uh, Yex Farm, Y E C K, Yex Farms, and I'm really glad we did because it was plenty, and by plenty I mean there wasn't much to it, but there was plenty of things for us to do. We walked around. They had pumpkins. Oh, when you have yeah, two one and a half year olds, right? Ish. Right, right, and uh, they're not like you know this isn't sorghum. Yeah, yeah, right. They had like you know the things where you put your head in and you take yeah. the picture. They had a couple animals, not like a full blown petting zoo, but they had a couple enough to get a disease from. Right, enough yeah. to pull a tick off your kid, and that's all you're looking right. for. <laughs> right, <laughs> Maggie was intrigued to see a pig that wasn't in her book. There was yeah. a, like a live, you know, breathing pig. Those are disgusting. Pretty cool. Real though. pigs are nasty. <laughs> it's pretty cool to watch your face, you know, light up and. Uh, Cause you know, it's it's always neat to see like your kids face, see something for the first time, like their reaction. And to you're something. just still living. I think, I mean, in this surreal world of you have a child. Oh my gosh. It's almost you're like a petting zoo <laughs> or not a petting zoo, but you're at a farm. Yeah. You're at a farm with your daughter. Right. You know, you know, it's, you always, you know, knew that would happen. Right. Except you gave up on that yeah. for the most part. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. Um, and then, they, you know, we did a uh, a hayride around the tractor, pulls you around. What more do you want? Exactly. And it, like, t- tied her out. How far from Sorgles? 20 minutes. Phew. Right. Who and then Sorgles? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, on a day like that. Now, I did tell Amy, since Amy's going part-time, I was like, hon, why don't we, on one of the, your days off, 
you know, during the middle of the week, <laughs> it's the dryer. Uh, there's like, I just saw it like coming over my head. There's like steam coming over my head from the window being open. And th- I just realized it's the dryer from it's the dryer vents right outside the window. I here. saw it. And I was like, <laughs> now, do I say something? Or do I not say something? Uh, That's great pod right there. Yeah, it is. Um, but I said, hun, you know, like on your, one of your days off, I'll take one of my days off. We'll go on, you know, a Tuesday or a Wednesday when nobody's going to be there, you know, in November next yeah. year. No, this year. No, you don't. <laughs> you have taken the pictures. <laughs> you have had the apple. You're done. No, but I want to go. Like, okay. Yeah. Super Dan. <laughs> Whatever. No, it's more for Amy than it is for Mags because, like, they have... They have the market, like, with all the good meats and cheeses and, like... Oh, now you're talking meats and cheeses. I'm back in. See, right? <laughs> okay, all right. So they 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 have a really sweet market with all kinds of, like, good spices and, like, all kinds of stuff that you can't get at, like, a normal store. It's, like, you know, all the all the real fun. I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. There's more than just an apple-picking experience. Right. Right. Um, so that was fun. Um, yeah. So that's what... That's, that was the biggest thing. And you didn't eat anything's fancy? Well, the pizza. Oh, the pizza. Dur. Where Dur. was I? It'd be great if I paid <laughs> Joey, attention. Joey's pizza. <laughs> yeah, Joey's pizza. Actually, it was uh, mon- or Rachel's trifle is oh. where that came from. Yeah. Um, for me, you know, it's another example of a weekend is just like, uh, it's a fast forward. I mean, yeah. from we ha- I had a rehearsal and rehearsal dinner at the church Friday um, because the wedding was at a banquet where they couldn't have the rehearsal. Yeah. Set that up for them, and, and it was Evan and Ashley, and they're great. And I only got, you know, that was a, a rare sort of referral wedding. You know, I didn't know them at all. They'd been to another wedding, and my heart just went out to them. So I said, yeah, I'll marry you, whatever. And it's been so great getting to know them. Like, there's, it's always good to teach people how to love each other, okay? You don't go wrong with that. Yeah. And there's nobody I've ever taught how to love each other and just been like, well, that was a waste of my time. <laughs> right. You know, I actually ran into a couple that I married two years ago. And I said, so you putting everything into practice? And the woman was like, no. And I said, answer me this. Do you know when you are definitely not meeting his emotional needs? She's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, and you remember our time together? She goes, yep. I went, that's all I can ask for. That's all I can ask for. <laughs> that's great. Um, like as long that as my words great. haunt you when you're not being a good spouse, I'm cool with it. Boom. Um, so that was oh so the point is they ended up just having the rehearsal dinner in our church because it was a good room for it in the oh, gathering nice. place. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they went and got uh Olive Garden catered, you know, and brought it in and yeah. and I left. I left him in there and I just said, Look, if you need me, whatever. And it's great because he is an EMT, he's a firefighter, and his job right now is he works for fire safety companies and he does inspections. So second friend's reference of the night, it was like when Phoebe was dating the health inspector. Uh, and they couldn't go to restaurants because he would find everything wrong with it. So oh, I'm walking yeah. him through the church, showing him, "Hey, if you need more plates or if you need more napkins," and he's like, "He ha- it's like he has seen a horror movie," and he's like, "Jay, your fire safety equipment." He goes, "Here's what we're gonna do. Here's what we're gonna do," and he's 25 years old. It's not like he's a 50 year old guy. And he's like, yeah. "When I get back from my honeymoon, I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna walk you through everything. We're gonna just take care of your church here. I'm gonna do cool. it for free." He goes, hey. "But there's some things we need we- to talk about here, <laughs> you know." <laughs> But so then it's so uh, funny. That's that's great. Rachel and I met up with the Davidsons and Brian and we went to trivia at Mohan's and oh, I wanted to go to that. How it, was it? It's weird. Um, in that, like you're writing stuff down on paper, like who does that anymore? Wow, you know, and they trust paper. that you're not going to Google the answers. Um, and it was pretty cool because our waitress was Karen and Karen was my waitress at Kings when I was in high school and college. And I would work at Churchill Country Club till it closed. And we would go play basketball at Duff Park until probably two in the morning. And then we would go to King's and Karen would be our waitress. And so we would always flirt with Karen because she was the hot, younger, you know, waitress. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, she was probably 30 and we were 18, 19, 20, you know, and now here I am going to Mohan's. Ah, there's Karen, you know, and she was yelling at me like she always used to yell at me back in the day as well. <laughs> Um, and then we went back to the church and bless their hearts. They cleaned up. Everything was great. Saturday, uh, wedding into Saturday night, Sunday, two church services, new members meeting, which was really cool. Just getting to know people who want to become voting members of our church. And the thing is, as you know, at our church, everybody's a member, right? You come there once. 
because I can't stand when someone's at a church and they've been there for 10 years and they have to say, oh, I'm not a member. Right. I'm just a regular attender. Yeah. And you've given $7,000 over the last 10 years, but you're just a visitor. Yeah. Or right. Just a regular attender. Right. But because we do vote on things, we have to have voting members. And so yeah. it's good to get to know the new people and see their stories and just see how God has woven in their lives. And, and I love the intersections of life in my, the example being like, how does this person end up sitting before me in a church in Penn Hills in 2019? And I happen to be the pastor and they want to join the church. Like their life story is extensive yeah. and it just so happens that our lives are crisscrossing at this exact moment. Boom. Right. And I didn't know this guy a year ago or, you know, this, this other guy two years ago, you know? And so I'm, I'm amazed at what God does and how lives come together yeah. for a given point in time. Man, it's so funny you say that. Cause when I was at, in New York for that conference, there was, um, they had this panel of like different CMOs and other marketing VPs from other C companies. Chief management officer, marketing officer, marketing. God, I'm so dumb. <laughs> and one of them said like, they're, one of the questions then was like, how, do, how did you get to where you are? What advice do you have to, you know, getting, you know, further on in your career if you want to, if you want to get to where they are. And the one woman said, you know, it's all about intersections in life and it's all about being ready whenever you're on this trajectory and something comes along and intersects and you have to be ready for it, whatever that is. And it might be, you're just already ready for it. You didn't plan for it, but like, you know, she didn't say this, but like God prepared you for this moment and this, you know, thing came along and met you at this intersection and now you're pushing forward. And I feel like that's been my entire life <laughs> is like, I've moved this forward and now God Do you feel is like you've me. missed any of those? Sure. Um, there's definitely part of me that probably could have done school a lot better. And I could have, I, pr I probably could have advanced in my, cause you know, like I work with a lot of people that are younger than me that are at the same level as me. You know, I'm, I'm seven years old. Never forgetting. It's a miracle. You are where you are. Exactly. It's, a, it's an absolute <laughs> miracle. Like I like, it's an absolute miracle that I am there. But if I would have been on a different trajectory, I have to stop. Dude, do it. What? Oh my gosh, let's talk. Let's tighten it up. <laughs> Let us tighten it up. <laughs> I mean, my man Daniel's listening. And he's my boy. You know who that is? That's the guy that harmonizes and sings wonderfully, the pipeline guy. Oh, that's the best. But that's not why I'm stopping. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Not just saying. For those of you just not saying. on Facebook Live, maybe Rachel's listening to the podcast for the first time ever. Or may not be. May not be. It could be Joe on Rachel's phone. Well, that's very true. Um, but so anyway. the intersections of life. Yeah. Just being ready for like, just being ready for it and, or just being ready to hang on. Like you may not be ready, but yeah, it's there. And, and then, to learn and from And I it. feel like that's more of where I am. Like I wasn't ready for this, but we're going to do it. Um, because like a lot of my, a lot of like everything in my life, it's just like, and, and I'm so, I'm such a person that's like, I like got to work it out. Right. You know, like I keep on working and I'm like, you know, I've been, you, you have to do your part. I got to do my part. I, I put in, I, you know, Amy can vouch for that. Like she knows I've stayed up, you know, hours on end, you know, trying to get ahead in career stuff and doing things to, to help my career along on my own. But, um, you know, for, for my job, it's like, I, God will take care of it. You know, I don't know what tomorrow is going to be back out of the rabbit hole. Yeah. That was Sunday noon. Yeah. And then Sunday evening, I had another pre-marriage teaching. So wow. close, close one wanting out Saturday. Man, you're just banging this, them out. And this is the one right before uh, they get married. And here's ready for this. It's a new thing I've added. So I've married, you know, I was trying to figure it out. I keep saying it's like 33 or something like that. I have no idea what my number is. But uh, here's my new component. So in the last meeting before they get married, we go over all the advice. Yeah. Which is probably a good podcast. Is all the marriage advice. Yeah. Although I think we did that once. We did. I mean, I think we did our own version of it, but there's probably more of a, a right. formatted version you have. So here's, you know, and I do things like for one of the weddings recently, they were going to do the, uh, the dollar dance with the bride, which is a big tradition. 
you're looking at me weird. No, good. You don't know what it is, I or do. you're not a fan of it. I'm not a fan, right? Because you're basically, and I and I explained the symbolism of it for those of you who don't know that you for you quote unquote for a dollar or at least a dollar you get to dance with the bride for a minute and you get a shot of whatever whiskey or whatever you want. Yeah, and I'm like, do you realize you're whoring out your wife? <laughs> Like you've just married her and you're whoring her off, but she's so disgusting. You have to have a shot first. Like, do you understand? And if, if you want no to offense throw, to anybody that's done this. Yeah. And if you want to throw that out, no, I'm, I'm okay. And you throw that out. At least you're saying, Hey, thanks for the gift, but we're trying to squeeze another buck out of you. Yeah. So my new thing is, so I give advice like that. Like, please don't do that. Yeah. Like don't or smash s- the cake. I know. Because all either. I've done for this wedding service ceremony is talk about how we're here to love each other and we're here to lift up and keep each other from feeling alone. And right. now you're going to ruin her makeup. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. Right. That's not what she wants. That doesn't meet her emotional need for respect, security, appreciation, any of those things. Belonging. Right. No, yep. it doesn't. Here's the new thing I teach at the last pre-marriage teaching. Ready? How to slow dance. No way. Look at I've you. been to too many weddings where I look at the bride and the groom and I'm like, they don't know how to dance. It's junior high. <laughs> it's a nice good dance. They don't even know where to shoulder put Shoulder to hands. shoulder. Hip on, you know, hands on hips, hands on shoulder, back and forth. It's awkward. Yeah. So I busted out a little box step, show them how to do it right there in the gathering place. You know, and it was weird because I'm like having the guy, I'm showing you yeah, know, him you're, how to do it. You're dancing with a dude. Well, I didn't do that. I just dancing had him with watch. his wife. And that's right. future wife. But uh, I think it's a nice touch. So I'm going to continue to do that. I think it is a nice touch. I think I have to do it sooner because I think it's too much on their brain. Yeah, they need more time to learn. Yeah. get two weeks. Yeah. But so that's my whole point is. And that was. And then I went over to my mom's to watch some of the Steeler game um, Sunday night. And so it's just crazy how fast the weekends go and how packed the weekends are. Yeah. Um, so and then I know in two weeks there's another weekend where I have a wedding. I, it goes Friday night rehearsal. Immediately after the rehearsal is senior night for football. Saturday is that wedding, followed by we were invited to a Halloween party after the reception that Saturday night. Wow. And church on Sunday. Speaking of football, I'm going on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Are you announcing? You announcing? Am I announcing? I mean, I'm I'm announcing. So make sure you have. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Be sitting with the Davidsons. Be sitting with Chris because Amy is going to be playing in the alumni band. (laughs) <laughs> she's going to be playing football. She, uh, <laughs> she's you know, look, the she's actually going face. to be the football. Actually. She's going to be playing in the alumni band thing, which I don't know what that entails. Yeah, I'm not I mean, doing it. Uh, I, was I, just I, say. Could, I could have, but I opted out. Yeah. Because I, I wonder found, if I'm going to have to make an announcement about that. I found out late and right. I just, you know, and I wasn't going, I was like, you know what? Cause Amy's going out Saturday night and I was like, you know what? I could use some, some me time, you know, and I've been wanting to go to support, you know, community and yeah. and go um, to a football game because I, I love I love I love high school football. Right. There are no frills. They're not getting calls on the sideline of you know you know whatever you know like there's no reviews. Yeah, right. It's great. It's just football. The announcing's outstanding. It's incredible. It's the best. <laughs> um, and I and I asked Chris, you know, if he was going to go because I would figure, you know, if he's going to be there. Um, Chris is good because he will there was a guy last week his name was Josh I think first name Josh running back last name Anderson and so every time I called his name out I would go Anderson (laughs) and he sent me a matrix uh, (laughs) gif and that's I was great. Like, You're just listening. It's all I ask. That's great. People just occasionally listen. That's great. Because I wasn't, I mean, I don't think I was being that overt, but, and I told Todd, I said, by the end of the night, I'm going to make it as a, you know, Mr. Anderson. Anderson. That's great. That's so, awesome. Chris is always good to reply to that. Yeah. And I'm excited to go with Chris. Uh, maybe we'll go out after the game. I don't know. We'll see what happens. A little mo hands. Well, dude, I'm actually kind of jealous because Chris asked me um, if I wanted to go the trivia night right and he said you were you had plans well what happened was see what what happened what happened so i do want to celebrate my wife and how amazing she is yes she just passed yes her social work license test on saturday now she can drive her social work (laughs) that's right (laughs) um but she she's been studying for the past couple weeks like every waking minute i've never seen her study once go on she 
<laughs> she's every been waking minute. I'm not here. Fair enough. Right. And he, uh, uh, as much as she possibly can, she's been studying. And Friday, she uh, she was studying, and she and I said, okay, I think I'm I'm going to go to trivia night. Chris said they're going to trivia night at Mohan's. She never says don't go. Plays this card. She never ever plays this card. And she said, she was at first. She was like, okay. And I was like, what's up? And she was like, I kind of want. We've never done like one of those trivia nights, and we've always talked about doing it. I'd rather go for the first time together. And Aww. I was like, ah. and she was like, no, go. And I was like, no, nope. no, you can't. That I was point. like, I was like, no, nope, I can't go now. Um, so I stayed home and played video games like a real nerd. <laughs> um, but I had fun and I had a good time, you know, with that. But I was like, man, I really do want to go to that trivia night. And I was it's so good. excited. It's good. It's a little different because, like you said, you're writing it on paper and they trust that you won't use your phone to look stuff up. And that's fine. But it's more about like doing trivia with you guys. Right. And, you know, in hey, that came setting. In second to first game, first to second game. Nice. Got a $15 gift card. That's awesome. Yeah. That's sweet. So, yeah. But, uh, Definitely want to go. Sounds like a lot of fun. For a lot of people, football, like you said, high school football. Yep. And even trivia is sort of like, it's like it's their God and it's where they worship. Right. But for most people, they go to church, they go to synagogue, they go to temple, snake handlers. I don't know what other people do. Sure. And that is one place. You know, I think we say this every week, you know, like in family, that is one place you shouldn't feel alone. Yeah. Well, church would be the other place. Yeah. At work, you can feel alone. We talked about that. Yeah. You can feel It's your best. It's your worst moment. Makes sense. You might feel alone. Yeah. It's your best moment. Eh, I get it. So definitely at family, you shouldn't feel alone. But man, oh man, you would like to think in a perfect, or not even in a perfect world. Yeah. And I believe I just said, in a perfect world, you shouldn't feel alone. It's right. your place of worship. And, you know, we're trying to be all inclusive. We're probably going to use the word church a lot um, in the next few yep. minutes. Um, but I think it happens way too often. And I, and I would love to get feedback from other people and other faiths. Um, you know, does it happen just as much at synagogue as it does at church? Does it happen just as much at a temple? You know, I don't know anybody that goes to the SV temple here. And I'm going to say yes, even though I don't know for certain. Right. I'm going to say yes. Um, it's, it's a fact and I can't even prove it. You know, um, <laughs> have you experienced that, Eric, in your past? So clearly not in the last four years, five years. Oh, yeah. No, I have not. Um, I've but, tried to. I've tried to sit behind a drum set. Yes. You've, you've done your very best <laughs> to be alone. But is it something you've experienced in your life? Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. And how come? Why? Um, so I remember. And wow. Like, I'm just I didn't even I didn't even like really prepare for this episode. Just you don't necessarily like, have to say it, <laughs> but there's I, I think there's just or so, you didn't need to. There's just so many moments of feeling alone. So like growing up, I was in youth group. I was not part of the crowd that mm-hmm. made up the majority of my youth group. Um, and it, it's not a dig in into the kids. I mean the the kids. Um, your peers, peers, youth group, your friends, right. Right, because everybody's friends in the youth group, except not. Well, and you know, I came in late to the to the to the game, and there was already I don't want to say clicks, but they were already fr- like you know established relationships. Well, and once again, I just said this this past Sunday, you know, that in high school it's this way, you know, and then you go, yeah, you know what, we just get older, yeah, right, because there's still that's one of the problems. No, yeah, and, that people it, face in churches are sure, clicks. sure, certainly and, in a youth group, and that was like during junior high, and then you know, so I felt alone. One, I felt alone in church, but then I felt alone in school because I really wasn't engaging in those relationships at church that I would hope that would transfer to school. Like, oh, at least I got so-and-so that I can hit up at school, you know, in case like I get into an awkward situation, I can lean on my, my church friend, but I didn't have that. So there was that element of being alone, but then like that kind of mended itself when it like, after they found out who I was and like, you know, the relationships got stronger and like high school, it became a lot better. Um, and I think, and you can probably speak to this. I know you can speak to this, but like working at church. So I used to be the youth director at Mount Hope 
And in hindsight, I should have reached out to a lot more people that I didn't know I could have reached out to. So I felt alone at times when I was working at church um, because I didn't feel like I could reach out. Right. You feel like you had to have it all together. Right. And, um, which sucks because looking backwards, you're like, Oh, actually most of my job was actually, I should have been reaching out and equipping others. Right. Yeah. And the people that I had were awesome and they were great. And, you know, I still actually still love that job. I, you know, I, I loved my time there and it was, it was great. Um, but there are some things that I, I wish I would have done differently. Um, but then, you know, we moved on and we started going to, to another church and I won't mention where, nope. um, and it's funny. We pulled into the, we pulled into the church parking lot one Sunday morning and I turned to Amy and I was like, this doesn't feel right. I feel like if I go in there, <laughs> I'm just like, there's nobody that I really, really want to see, you know, or I just don't feel like I'm a part of this church. I don't feel like I fit in. Right. You know, I don't feel like that we're part. I don't feel like we're part of this church. And like, it's weird because like, I don't know. And we can break this down. You could, you could probably help break this down, but I, I don't know. I can't put a pin on exactly what that was. Like why you didn't feel that way. Right. Because or why you did feel that way, why you felt like you didn't fit in, why you didn't belong. All of it. Because like there are people that we really love there and, you know, but I never felt like, yeah. And one of the reasons why we started going there, the per, there was a person working there and he like, after we like said like, oh, we're just going to start going there. I just put my two weeks in. I was like, oh, awesome. <laughs> this is good. This is great. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just, it just, it completely changed on us. And, um, and we just felt incredibly alone and we did not feel like we were ever getting plugged in where like now it's complete opposite, which is unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I, I have truly felt alone on Sunday morning and it's an awful feeling, especially at church. It's an awful feeling. Um, or my man, uh, Daniel Brooks yeah. commented on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it. He said he went to, uh, and Daniel is a guy that's been to our church several times. He works pipelines. Man, do I love him. Um, which makes it sound funny, like, compared to other people. Yeah. Like, I don't really care for them as much. Yeah, they don't work pipelines. I don't have favorites. <laughs> um, but he says he went to visit a church six months ago, and it was basically felt that they didn't need nor want me there. It was like the old us for and no more, mm. which I've never heard of that phrase, but makes sense. Yeah. He said he, when he left the pastor, instead of a flyer or a tract on love or mercy, handed him a pamphlet on church discipline. Needless to say, he politely promised him he wouldn't darken that door ever again. Hmm. So yeah, that's, that's, that's not, a, you know what that is? That's not a good fit. No. Um, and I'm also, I do want to preface this. Like I'm not the person that like, uh, we didn't show up for three weeks and, and nobody, nobody called. Nobody reached out. And I do think that churches need to do that. I think it's important. Sure. And I think they should actively pursue. But that's not what that. led you feeling alone. But that is not what but led that is. That is somebody's story. That is definitely somebody's story. But I'm I'm not that person. I feel like you do have to put energy into whatever. I mean, you're I doing. had one time a couple at our church. We do a greeting period every Sunday. For those of you listening who haven't been to our church for whatever reason. Um and I actually found out, of course, they didn't say it to me, but it was a husband and wife and the wife was, how do I put this in a biblical term? Crazy high maintenance. I don't mean she was crazy. She, her amount of high maintenance was crazy. It was, she needed to be, have attention. Yeah. So I made purpose every Sunday, go over and say hi to her. Yeah. And one of the reasons why they left the church is what is I never said hi to the husband. And then he felt ignored by me. And I'm like, lady, <laughs> like I couldn't get to him. Like, yeah. you know, our welcome period is three minutes long yeah. and she would take up 25 seconds. And so, and it's just like, and I feel bad. Like I, I didn't know I, he was the kind of guy that's like, you know, that's the wife, you know, and he would hide. Yeah. So yeah, there's those times where there's just something, there's nothing you can do. Well, and, and so going back to, I, I, and this is so cliche for our podcast, but I know why that I didn't feel like we felt like a part of this church because our, our needs weren't being met. 
Like our emotional needs weren't being met. Like that's the reason, but I can't, I couldn't tell you like, you didn't know it then. Right. I didn't know it then. And, and you probably hadn't thought about it until almost just now. Like, right. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, it's because we didn't have, not at the level that we're, that we're speaking to. Right. Yeah. And so w- explain what you mean by that. Given that example for those who are listening, who might be thinking, yeah, I've never really fit into a church either, but they don't know why. Yeah. I mean, so like what emotional needs did you have that weren't being met at that time? Well, I don't feel like I was using my skills or being appreciated. Like I didn't. So preface this. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you probably know by now that I play drums at our church. What? And it is my favorite thing to do. Like I love playing drums and I love it is like. It's your worship. It is my worship. I it's absolute worship and it's awesome and it's so fun and I didn't have the opportunity to do that at this church and since I couldn't like serve in a way that I felt called to I um that was a, a, a need that was not being met um so to a degree that's the need of belonging like hey I'm a part of this I, I, my gifts fit this church I belong here right um, and then there was an element, there was a guy that I met that was hired on to be the youth pastor there and my needs were being met with him of me being that person's go-to person for whatever, being the guy of like, look, I've been in your shoes. I know what it's like. I know if you're struggling with sin and you don't know where to go, I'm your guy. I know if you're struggling with parents and how crazy they can be i'm your guy like i was like i'm your punching bag like you can come and unload on me anytime you want and that's where i got my emotional needs met however it kind of that didn't make me feel alone but at the same time it kind of separated me from the church because like it's like i knew too much so i kind of like and it wasn't like i knew like dirt on it on everybody or anything like that it was just like I need to kind of separate myself. You saw the worst of everybody. Sure. But I I kind of felt the need, like, I can do this elsewhere and get what I need from a church. So, but again, bring it back to emotional needs. Yeah. So to a degree, you're finding out too much stuff about everybody else. Yeah. So your emotional need for security is now taken from you because you can't be at peace when you're worshiping. Yeah. Because you know their story. Wow. Oh, wait, they're the ones going over yeah. there. So you always had a sense of uneasiness. Yeah. And unsettledness. Yeah. So you couldn't be yourself because you're sort of representing the youth leader. And right. you know that person's story over there. So you were never focused on God and secure in a in a, in a emotionally secure environment. Dude, you just broke it down. <laughs> you, dude, like that's seriously it. Because like, like, cause if I was standing in a room, I was like, that's my guy right there. He's and my somebody boy. walks past him and you're like, wait, are they going to say something to him? Wait, is, right. that, is that that parent? Wait, I don't know that person. Right. Are they? Yeah. And so there was that element of like, I, I am at, un, I'm, I'm, un, I'm at unease here or whatever you want to call it. That right. was, yeah. It, yeah. Wow. Mind so, blown right now. <laughs> You're like, Amy, <laughs> now I know why we left that church. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, Amy has her own reasons too. And, um, and, uh, we, we love where we are now. So if this is happening to you, not you, Eric, but you, the person listening, I think one of the things you need to look at is why do I go to church? What are we trying to get out of church? Well, yeah, and that's the other thing because, like, then there's the other aspect of people that will tell you, like, well, church isn't for you. Right. You, you know, it's, well, it's for worship. Yes, I know. I know. Right. But you're not going to be able to worship if your needs aren't being met. Exactly. And it's not, you know, but my point is why are you going? You know, are you yeah. going because that, like, if you come to our church, you know, one of the greatest things anybody's ever said was we felt like people cared that we were there and we felt loved. Yeah. And, you know, we're going to do that for you, but we're not going to provide an environment where you can be there four nights a week and we're not your social circle like at our church. Right. We're there for you to be equipped to go love and serve other people. Right. So if your needs are to have a small group of people, <laughs> as my man Daniel said, you know, us four and no more. Right. You know, that ain't. That isn't going to work for you here. If you need that kind of level of fellowship, if you need that amount of attention, we're, we're not going to be a good fit for you. Yeah. And so why do you go to church? You know, why is it that you're going? 
um, is one thing that'll get in the way. Yeah. If your motivation is different from what the church can offer you. Yeah. But also that's a good way of putting that. That's a really good way of putting that because I feel like, you know, we've talked about this before is like, you know, church is for Christians, you know, a lot and not synagogue is for the Jew <laughs> temples for the Muslim. But what I mean, like, I mean, you can, you can certainly use a church's outreach and it can be a facility for that. But at the same time, like it's Sundays, like for Christians to worship God, it's not, you know, an outreach tool. Instead, you should take what you get at church and take it out into the community. Right. Is that, yeah, I would certainly think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, again, I, I like to think that and that somebody who's not into church or whatever else would walk into our doors and be like, hey, this is something I could, it's for me too. Yeah. Like, I don't want to say it's for the Christian. Right. And um, I would have, like, before, I would have really not thought of, like, going to a football game at Penn Hills. Like, it's just not who I am. But now, where I am, and now that... You know, Amy and I are passionate about Penn Hills. We're passionate about our church. I'm just going to go. I don't know what's going to happen on Friday. I could just go and enjoy the game and nothing could happen. But I just go out and be in the community, which right. is not like me. You know me. You'd rather be watching playing a video game. Boom. You like you like a high school football game, like you said earlier. Yeah. But, right. Yeah. So beyond why do I go, you know, who are you going with and what's that environment like? So, you know, I met with somebody today who said, you know, they were forced to go to church their whole life. Uh, and so if they're associating that with that, yeah, you know, that's a different thing. Like you went with Amy. Great. Yeah. But you weren't with others, you right. know, and the relationships weren't built around there. So therefore you felt lonely. Right. And you, you didn't feel like it was a good fit. Um, if you, I mean, I know a lot of people worship at different churches. A lot of people in our church, husbands and wives mm-hmm. go to different churches. I, yeah. can't, I don't I mean, At some point that's got to feel lonely because you want to come home and you want to talk mm. about what happened. Right. And you, they don't know, or you have to share and maybe it, it can work. I mean, obviously it can work because we have people that have done it for years. Yeah. Um, but I think also sometimes what's going on in your life outside of church can really leave you feeling alone in church. Mm. And if you don't have true and solid relationships with people in the church, then we're putting the face on. Yeah. And you might be really struggling with sin. Just like you said, for the youth pastor. Yeah. That's no different than anybody else. People struggle with sin. Who do they have to talk to about it? Right. And so the more you build that up, you're going to project that outward. And it's not my fault. It's your fault. Why doesn't anybody here know about what I'm going through? And and so you just feel lonely because you can't express it. You know, I always say in a bar, everybody, you know, if you say I'm struggling, everybody says I am too. Yeah. And yeah, that's another, Hey, that's, that's how life is. That sucks. Let's have a good time. Yeah. In a church, if you have your left arm ripped off, but don't immediately say all things work for the good of those who love and serve the Lord, everybody thinks you're a sinner. Right. So of course you're going to feel alone because you can't be honest. Right. And we talk about how important it is to be open, honest and vulnerable in relationships. Church does not breed that. Yeah. Places of worship probably don't breed that very much to be open, to be honest and to be vulnerable. So we play the game. Well, when you play a game, when you put on a fake face, you're going to feel alone. Yeah. Um, so you have to look at those things, but what we discovered earlier is it does come back down to your emotional needs. Are they being met? Yeah. And if they are, then you're not going to feel alone. The The biggest I ever felt alone was a church where I attended when I was on young life staff and you know, I didn't have the time to be involved with the church. I would go on Sundays and I would even bring kids, you know, as they came to know Christ, stuff like that. But I didn't get involved in their youth ministry because I ran a youth ministry. Yeah. And it was always awkward because I was an outsider and like they would have youth ministry Sunday and they would bring up all the volunteer leaders for their youth ministry up onto the altar and they would pray for them. And I would be sitting there and they wouldn't bring me up because I wasn't part of their youth ministry. Mm. I'm pretty much a part of youth ministry, you know, and so here I am and it would be awkward because I would see parents look at me. Right. So, you know, you talk about feeling alone. Yeah. Well, and so in that moment, I'm certainly not feeling appreciated yep. and I'm not feeling respected. Uh, yeah. Actually probably is respected for me. I was going to go again with belonging. Oh, I don't belong here. Sure. You know, I don't, I'm not a member. All of here. That. Yeah. I'm not yeah. a member. Oh yeah. You not know, a member of the club. I don't fit in. Right. But that's the only time I really felt alone. Well, no, actually. Um, <laughs> well, no, I guess I didn't feel alone. There was another church where we attended that was very loving to us during the trade days and everything else. But the pastor inevitably would say sexually inappropriate things, but not on purpose. 
and only because I'm a jerk. <laughs> so he didn't mean them to be sexually inappropriate. Yeah. You know, I believe the one quote was, we just have to be open. Again, we have to be open with our lives. You know, we just got to take our junk and put it out there for the world to see. <laughs> and Rachel and I would look around and nobody would be cracking up except for the worship leader. <laughs> and he would just smirk at us and we would smirk at him. If it wasn't for him, we'd be like, why are we the worst people in the world? And it would happen like once a month where he would just say something. And, and we're just like, really? Like you're either all a bunch of liars or I don't know where you're from because you're not like me. And I would tell them to do better. <laughs> oh, man, we're already there. I think so. Wow. I think yeah. so. It's been a while. Yeah. All right. I've got to do better to lead it off. And this is from Rachel. Okay. Yeah, you go and I'll get mine. And, uh, and it's a up. story uh, that's been on the... Uh, in the local news, and I mean local like Penn Hills, Facebook, nextdoor.com news. Oh, wow. And that is a, uh, a child was hit at the junior high or almost hit. I don't know. what. No, he was almost hit, I believe, yesterday from a car driving the wrong way through the parking lot. Where was this? At Linton, junior high, yesterday. And then apparently today, a kid at St. Bart's got hit at the bus stop or something like that. And again, I'm, the, the point of the story is not the accuracy, which is funny. <laughs> But it's people driving around schools and buses. Do better. Do better. Do much better. Uh, there was another, I uh, saw a Facebook post today. A lady ran through a stop sign to cut ahead of somebody at the school. And this lady, I'm not going to name her. Um, I coached her daughter a couple years ago. I believe the term is she gives zero Fs. <laughs> and she will take a swing if she has an opportunity, if she sees this person again. Wow. So to that person, do better or you're going to end up in a lot of pain. Do But better. really, I mean, it's all the things. Just be real. You know, I, what's the thing? Drive as if your children are playing here. You know, the right. sign. Yeah. And of course, the comedians always say, you don't know my kids. <laughs> you know, you should drive like you just got out of a bar and the police are following you. That's how you should drive. So drive like that around the schools that you just got out of the bar and the police are following you. Boom. Have a little more respect. That would actually be pretty funny if you were driving through a neighborhood and you saw a sign that said that. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, media not being truthful. What? Do Where did we get better. this? ABC News no, sent in. Where did we get this? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying. Oh, sent, sent in. in. But where did we get this? <laughs> sent in from one Drew Sloggenhopped. Sloggenhopped. And uh, so, yeah, ABC News broadcast fake Syria bombing what? video that actually was from a Kentucky military show in 2017. So uh, this is this is just incredible, and it just goes to show you that. Man, people just want to be first, and, and they'll just show anything. So ABC News aired a video on Sunday that host Tom Lamas said depicted a Turkish attack in northern Syria against Kurdish civilians. Turkey is indeed pushing into Syria and slaughtering Kurds along the way, but the video ABC News played last night is from a military gun demonstration in Kentucky that was published to YouTube in 2017 this video right here appearing to show turkey's military bombing kurd civilians is a syrian border town in a syrian border town lama said on october 13th broadcast as the video played wow but the explosions in the video are identical to the explosions seen in a video titled knob creek night shoot 2017 mm -hmm. and i'll stop right there but i've seen the video i've seen both and here's how egregious it is in the original video, you can see people holding their phones. There's a crowd of people holding their phones, filming the footage that is happening right in front of them in the Kentucky military demonstration. They had to crop that out and show what they showed. Not a mistake. Then. It's not a mistake. It's unbelievable how egregious, egregious it is. Do I mean, I've heard that better. Kentucky is a lot like Syria. But <laughs> I don't think it's that much like it. I don't it. think it is either. But, dude, that's a lot of firepower. It's, like, crazy. Well, and again, yeah, we could go on about the news. It's almost Ooh, yeah. like you can't trust the news. I'm not saying. <laughs> You're not saying there's lamestream media. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm saying that the media may not be altruistic. But you know what gives me hope? 
people that can't do better. Like Ramon Foster. Boom. He donated $9,500 to Pittsburgh police for a new horse. The Pittsburgh police is adding another horse for their mounted patrol unit thanks to the Pittsburgh Steelers lineman Ramon Foster. Foster donated the $9,500 to purchase Toby. Oh, Toby. Toby. The Black Forest ham. Oh, no. Horse that will join Pittsburgh Bureau <laughs> of Police Mounted Patrol. Toby has quite the white mane to him. I uh, He's a handsome fellow. Uh, handsome fellow, indeed. Um I don't know. Is it me? But I'm thinking like, I think that would cost more than $9,500 for a Well, I bet you since he was buying it for the police, they the gave him police, a discount. I bet you they gave him a discount. The big ragu. Oh man. They gave him a discount, but that's a can't do better right there. That is a can't do better. And that is awesome. I will also say it's a can't do better for whoever figured out on your ABC news story that that was from a YouTube thing from 2017. Wow. Like who right? went? Wait a minute. Maybe it was one of those bunch of people holding their phones like, I've seen this explosion <laughs> seen before. This before. Just like that. That went up in the air. Just like that. Hey, you never know. Um, but as uh, we like to leave it, we like to leave it at, uh, at a, as a, at a can't do better. So Can't do better than giving away a horse. That's right. So get out there and can't do better in your own lives. And uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Um, come back and watch us live on Facebook next week. Email us um, at lunchtimeinroom.com. Um, all our links are there. Um, and find us um, via any podcasting app you listen to. We are there. And, Jay, you have one more thing you yeah, want to say? Yeah, make sure. I mean, send us in an email if you want. You know, we're going to pivot next week. It's looking like on uh, going in a different direction on uh, not like, you know, how to make someone feel alone. We're not doing that. But if there's something we haven't covered that you're like, you know what, what about this? Ooh, yeah. And you know what? But Jay, I've struggled. I feel alone at this time in my life. And we can do a Maybe little. Maybe it's alone in retirement. Ooh. I'd, uh, love we'd to, have to, I'd love to know what that feels like. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but um, stuff like that. And we can do a Send little bit. In. We can do a little bit of live producing and talking about um, the show. But I think there are some things that we should probably revisit now that we have a more established um, right. recording set up. And, However, and, and that if there's thing. something we haven't covered. Exactly. Let us know. Let's do that first. Yes. Um, so, yes, hit us up, lunchtimeinroom.com. You can find out how to contact us there. And on that note, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.